Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. <laughs> and we're jumping right into it today. We we didn't really like talk that much. Usually we talk sometimes for like a pretty long time before we record, but the conversation just immediately went to goop stuff. And then I was like, let's just do it. Yeah. Uh, I'm feeling really giggly, honestly. Really? Is it because of the position that I'm in? Uh, a little bit. Aggie's in like a very um, sexy position splayed out on her side on her bed. I'm on my bed. I have to be in my room to record this. And the only place I can really sit is like on my bed with my computer like to the back wall, which is like glaring from the window. So I... um have to like get down really low so that Brian will be able to see me at all. And the result is me like sitting on my side with my head in my hands, like some sort of like Renaissance painting. And it is very embarrassing, but I just have to sit like this. So now uh... you'll know what, what it means to me to be in this position. That's right. I mean, you're doing it on my behalf. So I'm very grateful. Yeah. I'm giving you a gift. Absolutely. Uh, a girl I know from high school is like a professional photographer and she does a lot of um, like boudoir photography for people who oh, yeah. hire her. So on her Instagram, there's always like, I mean, good for like, I'm glad that people like doing this, but it's always sort of like, you know, a, like a middle-aged housewife type doing. Oh yeah. Like me. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> like <laughs> you haven't quite transitioned there yet, but, uh, yes. and I feel, I'm a, I, I, you know what? I'm not going to make fun of them. I'm happy. I, uh, it's I think great. it's cool. It's I wonderful. love the boudoir photographers at f- pictures. And I mean, maybe she puts it on her website for like whatever, but like they're probably doing it for like their husbands or something. Oh, for sure. Like, for sure. Like but like, are you, if you're married, like, I don't know. Is that, I feel like that's weird to, to get like a boudoir photograph from your spouse. Like, I think it's fun. It's, it's nice, I guess. I'm just like, really? Okay. I feel like women like love dressing up and like wearing like fun costumes and stuff. And like men just, well, if they don't like it, they just pretend they do. <laughs> yeah. No, I would do, maybe I, would, I should get like a cool jock strap or something and do boudoir photography for John. Yeah, do it. I mean, it'd be really fun. In a cool uh, jock strap? I have a, uh, Let's see. I guess Christmas is the next big holiday, so maybe I'll, I'll plan for then. 
The Christmas ones are always pervy. Yeah, yeah. I do like a sexy Santa Claus. Like a sexy Mrs. Claus or whatever. <laughs> That's like really terrifying to me. There's something about that 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 feels like the most like Al Bundy thing on the planet. In the holiday season, there is like if you go on some like gay porn sites, they always have like a Christmas category just for the holidays. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> that's lovely. Uh, what else? Oh, I'm burning a new candle. Oh, what is it? I forgot that I had it. It was in my cupboard. I bought it months ago. It's um, Endless Weekend. Oh, I love Endless Weekend. It's really nice. It truly is a terrifying smell. It smells the way a person wearing a sexy Santa Claus outfit like would smell. It's it like it just smells like Victoria's Secret body spray, tangerines, and just like sweat. <laughs> yeah, sweat. There's a, there's a lot of vanilla. There's definitely like that. Yeah, that claustrophobic air in Bath and Body Works or Victoria's Secret where there's you know ten thousand colognes being sprayed at once. It smells like a stripper. Yes, that maybe that's why I like it. I love it. No, that's like one of my, I only have like two candles left from Bath and Body Works that I love. They're Endless Weekend and um, Marshmallow Fireside. And it's like Endless Weekend in the summer, Marshmallow Fireside in the winter. That's kind of my, those are my two go-tos. I do like Marshmallow Fireside in the fall. Um, oh, they're having, in case anyone cares, they're having a three-week sale right now, 11, like 11.50 or 11.95 for all three weeks. Maybe I'll get Maybe I'll get an endless weekend. Why the hell not? I'm buying stuff right now. And I don't know why no. I don't have any money. It's like my new thing that I'm doing. I just, I just like mentally got used to the extra $600 a week. I know. I and like, too, and like, was like role playing as like a middle-class person who could just sort of go online and buy things. And now it's all come crashing down and I don't know what to do. Oh, there's one called vampire blood. Yeah. There's like a Halloween line. I was, I didn't That's buy new. them. I'm always afraid of the ones that don't really tell you what they smell like by their title. I don't get it. Usually the ones that are like that are just like other candles that they have with just different labels. Yeah. But you want to know what it is. That's why you have to go on YouTube and watch the videos. Of the halls. What, what, is, what is it called? Vampire Blood? Vampire Blood. But this, I feel like this might be Marshmallow Fireside. No, it's not. Blood red strawberry, midnight blooming jasmine, dark Transylvanian plum with essential oils. <laughs> that actually sounds not terrible. No, it does. Oh, ghoul friend, midnight boo citrus. These are fun. Wow. Th thanks for telling me this, Brian. I'm definitely going to get a couple candles. Oh, yeah. I got like a. I got like direct messages from their app on my phone. So it just blasted out and I immediately like at seven in the morning yesterday just went right on the site and like bought a hundred dollars worth of things oh my god why do these candles all smell like strawberries though i guess that's a popular scent but for halloween yeah you'd think i mean pumpkin is the obvious I, maybe they don't want to compete with their regular fall candles they want something a little different i don't know whatever i don't care a lot of like apple weather apple weather <laughs> That's like the most candle, like bullshit candle shit yeah. I've ever heard in my life. Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna buy some of these fucking things and just like clog up the vents in my apartment. I know. I got I got all new. Like I didn't get sweater weather and I didn't get gather. I, I got like new ones that I've never smelled before. So we'll see what they. Wow, what, you are really like. taking some fucking 
risks. I know, right? Yeah. I, I still have a like a pumpkin clementine one from last year that I can't Pumpkin even, clementine? It's so gross. It's so gross. That is really insane. That's like one of the wildest fucking things I've ever heard in my life. It was like bright orange and it looked, I don't know, It's it sounded like a nice fall candle, but those scents don't mesh well together. And so it's been half uh, melted in our bedroom for the past year. Maybe you should just throw it out. I have that Jewish depression mindset where I can't waste anything and I can't throw anything out. I know. I also can't throw them out. And when they're almost done, I always put them in the freezer and you know, this hack, you can put them in the freezer and then chip out the wax and use the jar. Oh, I should do that. I know. But it's like, what are you going to use the stupid jar for? Yeah. I don't know what you would use it for except to like make your own candles and pour the wax back in it. Well, you can use it for like, you know, cotton balls or something that's true but i have things for that i really don't need it but i still like save them brian truly despises me and he has every reason to yeah john's in the middle of doing like a big cleaning of our whole apartment like getting rid of stuff which i'm so grateful for because it's something that i just would never do no me neither Uh, and brian like I think Brian is like afraid to touch my things because he knows I'll freak out. Oh. <laughs> um, so it's yeah, just John a- will just ask. There's like books and stuff that I care about, but most things, if he's if he's like, can we get rid of this? I'll just think about it and then I'll eventually just say yes. Because Brian definitely never wants to get rid of. Well, I feel like Brian does want to get rid of my things all the time, and I'm always like, no, how dare you even ask? Me that? <laughs> so. Uh, if anyone that's listening lives in Los Angeles and wants a television, an air conditioner, or a twin size bed, DM me. And this is the second you. time that you've used this podcast as like your personal Craigslist listing to get rid of stuff. Yeah, it didn't work last time. I don't know if. Yeah, I don't know if it will, but we'll see. Hey, get the feelers out there. That's right. Uh, Oh, I joined a new CSA. Did you know? And the first delivery came today because I was using Warache Farms, which was like a backyard urban gardening CSA. Okay. So it was cool, but there wasn't a lot of variety of stuff. It was mostly herbs and like lettuce and you had to do a $30 minimum. So during the summer when I wanted to eat a lot of like summer produce, it wasn't, it wasn't great. Uh, So I switched to, it's called Flamingo Estates. Um, and I think it's delivering all over LA, maybe even Northern California. I don't know. But uh, so far it's good. I got, I mean, it's, I thought it was going to be really cheap because it said it was twenty two fifty, but then I didn't realize it's a $10 delivery fee on top of that. Oh, but that's um, still not too bad, I guess. No, and you, I think you get like, they said between 11 and 13 pounds of produce every week. So um, I got, I mean, basil, cilantro, uh, like cucumbers, heirloom tomatoes, green beans, cauliflower, a ton of different like kale and lettuce. I'm so far so good. That's great. I am over the CSA. I I don't think I'm going to ever join another CSA personally, but that's just me. I just, Uh, I hate like having so little control over what you get. I hate the subscription model and like, just the one that I was in, it ended up just sending me like, just like 
basically like a giant box of like onions and potatoes once a month and i was like i don't want all this shit I was that um ugly produce or whatever it was called that was ugly produce yeah yeah i used to belong to it i agree that it was it got it was very it was dirt cheap but it was all yeah just root vegetables and little it would be like 50 tiny little onions and you're like what the fuck am i gonna do with this right i was not into it um but i I guess there are better ones but i mean i also just like i don't know i just like get what i want when i want it and that's that i mean you're a rebel according to gretchen rubin so so I don't want to see SA. You want to get what you want when you want it. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I'll just like, it's easier for me to just get it and then I'll, I'll cook with it. It just, it, it makes me a little panicky getting this, the box and like being like, oh shit, this, I have to use all this this week. Uh, yeah, it's like I, too much. And it always, like some of it like always goes bad. Yeah. Yeah. But that's th- three peaches that just went bad because they were out they were out in my fruit bowl and it was just too hot and so today they just had mold on them which sucks but i'm like so stressed out i don't think that you can even get endless weekend anymore i think it's only fall oh yeah because i i ordered rolling i ordered this months ago um you could probably get it in store if you want to brave the mall. I'm not going to go to a Bath and Body Works store right now. That seems like a true death wish. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Uh, what else? Oh, I cheated on Adrian this week. With who? With uh, a few people had recommended Aloe Yoga. Have you heard of it? No. It's. I guess it's like a shapewear yoga athleisure brand based in... Beverly Hills so they have their own YouTube channel with yoga classes but then they like try to get you to to buy their clothes and a couple people online recommended it to me uh I don't know it it was tough just the different vibe it was very different vibe than Adrian it was very like yoga lady Beverly Hills we're gonna just go fast and hard and it was more of like a workout than like a practice of for like self-acceptance and like yeah it was very it was like a you know power flow class and I only did the 20 minute one I didn't do the full class uh yeah. the teacher was named Kaylee Alyssa uh-huh. and she was very blonde and very beautiful and I don't know I she just she made you like go into down dog and um and and like uh, up dog and all those things really quickly and it was like shocking to my system yeah i used to do um core power i used to go to the core power in chicago they have it here too but i used to go in chicago and that was like that it was like yoga but it was like fast to like really like yeah. build a work up a sweat they were like hour-long classes it was like totally like if um it was like you used weights and stuff it was like a oh, combination wow. of yoga and like aerobics i think or something like i don't know yeah that's intense I, like if it's an hour-long class and then there's a little warm-up to begin with that almost makes it better for me than a 20-minute class that just like makes you dive right right into it especially because i do it right when i wake up at like seven in the morning and it's it was oh, yeah, tough that's it was good. tough but uh on sunday my friend just got his yoga teaching certificate so he has his first class on sunday um through uh some yoga studio in la but it's on zoom so i'm gonna go to that which i'm excited about 
That's cool. Any, are you, you're, you said you're back on the bike. I'm back on the bike. I just, that's all I've been doing really. I haven't been doing like anything else. Just like, I just like ride the exercise bike for 30 minutes a day and that's it. Hey, that's good. Get yeah, your heart just, rate up. Um, get the heart rate up and whatever. I mean, I've, oh, I do want to like practice more for like flexibility and stuff, but my like, my apartment is just so small. It's just like not, I, I mean, I was trying to do it and it's just like, it sucks doing yoga in my apartment. Like I don't have the space to do it. Yeah. It makes a difference. It's, I mean, I do it in my office and it's just enough space, but now that we are getting rid of this twin size bed that, cause we, we had it for like purportedly for when people stayed over at our place, but like no one obviously is staying over at our place now. Yeah. Uh, so we're getting rid of it. So I'm excited to have a little bit oh, more so space have in more there. Room. Yeah. To make I it know. into like a full workout room. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I'm like dreaming of like moving so we can have another room, but whatever. This is like all I talk about now is like moving. I think mm-hmm. I'm just like so sick of being in here. Yeah. But like my main beauty, my main journey has been with like beauty products this week more than working out. Ooh, what have you been doing? I've been, okay. So like I have a sunspot on my face that's caused me a great deal of, um, strife the fake Green. melanoma that your doctor said yeah. oh yeah i know well sh- yeah and so yeah they were like oh it's like this like melanoma not it's like some like weird thing that sounded I, like it was like melanoma or something something like that but it's just like a sunspot but it's just like m- it's just really ugly and i hate it and i'm like really upset and it's just like from like driving around my car and like not wearing enough sunscreen so I've been wanting to do something about it for a long time. So my doctor wrote me a prescription that I'd been waiting to pick up because I'm like, I had been having like other stuff going on. And I was like, this probably won't even be covered by my insurance. I went to another dermatologist and she was like, it's really expensive. And I was like, okay. But then I, now I have Kaiser. I went to go pick it up. The, the pharmacist was like, I can't find this. Hang on. She like came out. And she started like going through the shelf. Like, you know how like at pharmacies, there's like shelves where there's yeah. like NyQuil and stuff like that. And she was like, oh, here. She's like, you can get it over the counter. But they just wrote it as a prescription because they needed to make sure that you had the active ingredient in this in this cream, which is called Horslicana. Is something called hydroquinine, quinone. Mm-hmm. And it's basically like a skin lightening cream for like, if you have like dark spots like this. So I've been in there. She was like, it's really be, she was like, be careful, only use it twice a week. Um, It's like really powerful. Wear sunscreen, you know, whenever you wear it. And I was like, sure, sure. Because I was thinking like, I'm not, I'm going to use this every day. I don't care. Cause like, I can use my skin is like really like not sensitive and I love using like really harsh and abrasive things Mm. on my skin all the time. And it doesn't like nothing bad ever happens. But the day after I used this, I had like a red, like I was like a little bit red and peeling like around the area that I used it. And I was like elated when I saw that. Cause I was like, this is actually it's working. strong shit. So because of that, now I have to wear an SPF like 60 every day, which is higher than I used to wear. And then to like doubly combat it, I went on 
the worst website, Amazon, and I bought this hat that I'm showing Brian right now. Oh, and yes. it's like one of those hats that like old ladies wear when they're gardening and it like cover, I'm trying it on right now so Brian can see it, but it like covers your entire face. Oh, I want one. It wasn't expensive. It was like $12 or something. And it's like, it had like, so it's like a big sheet that like covers your face. And also then I was like, I'm going to go one step further. So like now I wear this, like whenever I go out, like maybe not to walk my dog, but I wear it. I wear it in the car. I wear yeah. it. If I'm leaving the house, if I'm going to be out of the house for longer than 10 minutes, I'm wearing that thing. And it sort of works as a COVID mask, right? Or not really? Well, it's not officially a COVID mask because it's just sort of like hanging there. But yeah. I mean, I would wear a, I wear a COVID mask under it. So I'm like doubly. And then I also purchased these insane looking gloves. I just searched like UV protecting gloves. So now whenever I go out, I'm like fully covered in a mask and gloves because the thing, you really don't want your hands to start looking old. Mm -hmm. So like I started putting suns, my aunt gave me this great suggestion where she's like, I wear sunscreen on my, on the back of my hands. And I was like, I had never considered that before. Oh yeah, I do every day. And never thought of it. So I started putting on the back of my hands, but I was like, it's not enough because I haven't been wearing sunscreen on my hands my whole life. I just started doing this. Now I need to doubly combat it. So I got the gloves to like help me with the hands. And they don't look necessarily like UV gloves. They're sort of dainty and feminine. They're like Minnie Mouse gloves almost. Yeah, they're like pink with polka dots and they've got like little lace trim and bows on it. They're like very feminine, but I'm sure you could get them if you wanted like a masculine glove. Yeah, I do. Because uh, I do put sunscreen on my hands, but like I don't ever wear gloves. Um, I depending on how sunny it is when I go on my walk, usually I'll just put on like a baseball cap, but I do have a long hat that like, it doesn't cover the front of your face, but it, it like covers your neck. It sort of flows. Yeah. I almost, I'm always afraid I'm going to get canceled for cultural appropriation. Cause it sort of looks like something that like a Saudi sheik would wear. Well, I mean this like very much like covers my entire face. Yeah. So yeah, it's got like elements of that as well, I suppose. But you gotta cover cover up, man. I know. Um, yeah, because I I mean, this is it's so grim. But like my dad, everyone you know, my my dad died from melanoma. So when he died, he had all of these like sun protecting hats. Yeah. And so I took I have a bunch of them at home. I don't have anything that covers my face, but I have like all of his old sun protecting hats that I wear. I'm also slightly paranoid that like this doesn't really work. So, I mean, you still have to definitely wear like a high SPF sunscreen yeah. underneath it. Uh, I'm on but 70 now, which good. I mean, it smells this the CVS 50 smelled so good like a like a coconut swimming pool. The mm -hmm. CVS brand 70 is disgusting. It smells like bug spray. It's like why. It's like medicinal. I don't know what it's very different and I was appalled when I, also, I smelled it yeah i also don't know because i was told at some point in my life that anything over spf like 50 it's like all the same probably i think they told maybe they said to get spf 50 but like i think they said higher than 50 so i just have a 60 just to be safe but like um but yeah i'm just using that i know i'm i know for a fact that i always say it wrong but i say La Roche-Posay I don't know how you're supposed to say it but it's like that French no I know exactly what you're yeah yeah um 
I just get that and and like oh yeah I have the 30 for um from them for my face but I don't now I don't wear because that's like the sunscreen I wear after I'm outside but now since I don't really like go outside except for early in the day when I put on the intense 70 after I take a shower I just put on the Kiehl's um like 15 for inside the house okay they told me that I need to wear that ever, like inside and outside. Oh, the even the sixty. The high inside. SPF. Wow. Yeah. If I'm using this stuff, but yeah, oh, I, yeah, think yeah. I, I think you should just always use it. Probably. Anyway, so I'm really excited. Oh yeah, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be really expensive. It was eight bucks. Really? Yeah. Porcelana is the brand. Yeah. And it's Porcelana. In a big tub. It's a pretty big tub. And you just put it on the spot though. Or you don't yeah, I just it put it on base. the spot. Well, I have like, it's, I have it where it's like starting on my forehead too a little bit, but like only I would really notice it. So I kind of put it on my forehead and I put it on the spot. That's it. And, um, but it like doesn't really rub in very much. It like sit. it's like almost like a mask. Like it sits on hmm. top of your skin. But it's working. I mean, hopefully it works. They say if it doesn't work with, it takes a long time, but they said if it doesn't work in three months to stop using it, but I'm, it's only my first week, so. That's exciting. It's an exciting journey and I cannot wait for that, for this fucking thing to get off my damn face. I hope it works. Uh, I have faith. I think, I mean, if it's burning and it's red, I think that means it's working. I think so. I mean, that must mean it's working. Also, additionally, because of that, I'm not using any like other harsh stuff on my face. So I'm only using that buckthorn like oil that I got on goop. So no more retinol for the time being? Um, no. Well, I use retinol a couple of times when I wasn't also doing the porcelana. But if I did the porcelana, I just did the oil and the porcelana and that was it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I like I like switching it up. Now I def I do every other night glycolic acid one night, retinol one night, and then the third night just a regular face oil without either of them, and then I alternate between the Interesting. three. Interesting. Interesting. Uh I am officially a reader again. Of a book? Yeah. So I finished the Cat Marnell book. Mm-hmm. So good. I love it so much. It might be my the my favorite memoir I've ever read. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I like that at the end of it, she's like, I still do drugs. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what was so, I mean, she was able to write, and, you know, she was saying she wasn't as dependent on drugs or, like, Adderall specifically as she used to be, but she was not sober and she didn't claim to be. Uh, it was just a really refreshing and honest, I mean, a lot of 12-step people probably would not like this book at all. Yeah. Um, but it was but she's not saying she's in 12 step like she's just like doing her own thing yeah and she was just honest about like for her i mean who knows because it was a couple years ago but for her like just cutting back on everything she was able to to take control of her life and she i mean she yeah. wrote this great book so something's working for oh, her. oh it's so good and yeah and like gene makes a huge cameo in it gene is portrayed as a what living goddess yes uh it's amazing. I mean, obviously, Jean is going to let Kat talk about her because it's in such glowing terms. Yeah. But um, she's, she does sound like the best boss to have in the world. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, she obviously, like, loved Jean so much. And, and you could tell Jean thought Kat was really talented because 
if you're not that talented, you would not put up with all the shit that Kat, like. You would not let her get away with the fucking shit that they were letting her get away with, which was a lot. Um, But I started a new book, which is different, but it's also so good. I think, Aggie, I think you might like this. And I think some of our listeners might like it. It's called This Is Big by Marissa Meltzer. I've never heard of it. Okay, so it's, she is a beauty. She's mostly a beauty writer. Um, She writes like profiles of actresses and fashion people too. But um, this is sort of like a Julie and Julia style biography slash memoir of Jean Nittich, who's the woman who invented Weight Watchers. And then- I love that crazy lady. And then Marissa, who is, um, you know, she's like overweight. Uh, She is also trying to do Weight Watchers as she's talking about Jean starting Weight Watchers in the 60s. So the- the, Oh, that sounds good. The chapters flip back and forth between Jean and Marissa. It's really good good. so far, yeah. Uh, That does sound good. Is it like- is she, when was, when did it come out? In April, I think. Oh, okay. It, yeah, it just came out. And she, her, she's, she's always been like a very skeptic, like a skeptical person about diets. She's, you know, she'd been like chubby her whole life. So she's yo-yo dieted a lot. And also because of her line of work, like interviewing actresses and fashion people, she says like, most of the time I am by far like the only fat person in the room. She, uh-huh. so she feels very self-conscious, but she also, she just hates diet as most people hate dieting. And she thought Weight Watchers was like the like most retrograde, stupid, like old fashioned way of dieting that you can do. So then she starts researching Jean and her story about being like an overweight housewife in Queens and losing a bunch of weight and then getting, you know, this following. And Jean sounds like a true lunatic. Yeah. I've been obsessed with her for a while. Like her whole thing has always been like um just like slightly nuts oh yeah i mean the original weight watchers plan like you had to eat liver once a week um if you're a man you can have a donut but if you're a woman you could never have a donut <laughs> uh you she wouldn't even let you have cake on your birthday um there's all the i don't know it was cr- it was crazy uh they changed it a lot yeah now it seems way more low-key yeah well, now it's like you can kind of have whatever. It's just everything has like points. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mar- Marissa, so she, this isn't, I think 2017 was when she was writing the book. So she starts going to like all these different Weight Watcher meetings um, in New York. And so she talks about like the other people in the meetings and it's, it's really fun. And she also t- talks about her life and her, you know, her weight struggles, which I think a lot of people can relate to. Uh, so yeah, I recommend that book. I'm about halfway done. Okay. That sounds good. Um, I just bought the book American Psycho like on a whim and it just came today. So I think I'm going to read that. I haven't read a book in a really long time. <laughs> I've barely yeah. gone through it, but I never read American Psycho. I've never read it either. I, I've only I've seen the movie. I've always kind of wanted to. I tried d- deep into quarantine in like May or June. I tried to start uh, Glamorama. Is that his other book? Yeah. It's like Brett Easton Ellis's thousand page like coked up stream of consciousness book about like the fashion industry in the 90s and i got maybe 10 pages in it was i it was not i it was not the style of writing that i needed at that moment that doesn't sound yeah i think i read um his other book um the rules of attraction 
Oh yeah, that's another movie that I like, but I've never read it. But wasn't that a um hang on. Is that the name of the book? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I read this like in college, but um was that a was that a there's the rules of attraction uh less than zero i think is his other big one and he has his podcast now that's only available via patreon so you can't listen to it oh yeah well anyway we'll see i guess i'm gonna read that yeah see how it goes uh for me like I, these sort of light memoir type books I'm able to read and get excited about. Um, but fiction is still outside my grasp. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of feeling like I want to read some fiction because like, I want to. The new book that it's Goop is doing for August looks really good, but I'm like, I, it's going to be too much. I can't do it. What is it? It's, oh, it was in this week's newsletter. I forget what it's called. It's um about this young black woman who, becomes the third in a open marriage between like an older white couple. Oh, interesting. In New York, I think. Uh, it that is called, good. oh, it's by Raven Leilani is the author. It's called Luster. Okay. So maybe at one point, at some point in the future, when we, our attention spans have my increased. Span, yeah picks up a little bit which right now it's like not very up this is the first the first book from the goop book club that i actually think sounds like really interesting so Mm. Um, well should we get into it i mean yeah oh there's a little bit of gwyneth news uh someone on instagram sent us screenshots of this other instagram account called du moi which is like mm-hmm. a blind item. Basically they do their Instagram stories. Anyone could text them any sort of blind item or like celebrity sighting and they'll just post it. Okay. They say like, you know, this is not necessarily true, blah, blah, blah. We take no responsibility. Uh, but apparently a- Apple was seen working at the Goop Southampton store. And apparently according to this anonymous person, she was very sweet and nice and helpful. If I saw her working at the Goop store, I would turn on my heels and run out. You would? I would not buy, I wouldn't, I don't want her to see my fucking beastly face and body. (laughs) Like, I don't want her to ever see me. She's Apple. Like, I don't want her, I don't want to buy something from her. I mean, it's sort of like, it would be like going to Disneyland and seeing Mickey Mouse. You're going to the Goop store and you're seeing Apple, like. Or going to Vanderpump Rules, or I mean, going to Sir and seeing Lisa Vanderpump. Um, no, she's not like Mickey Mouse, and she's not like Lisa Vanderpump. She's like fucking Apple Martin, like that. I couldn't. I would die. I don't want her to ever. I don't know. No, thank you. Not I just love me. that she is at this job, which is you know a typical job for like a young person to have retail, but yeah. it's the company owned by her mom. Mm-hmm. Like it is on some level completely ridiculous. And yet where else would she work for a summer job? Like you can't, she can't just work at a 
another place. She has to work there. Well, she she definitely could work anywhere and do she could work at another place. She just doesn't have to. So it's like probably easier for her to just like get the job. Yeah. But like is she getting I mean, I guess she's getting the nominal, you know, minimum wage rate. I'm sure she's getting paid what everybody she's else get, gets paid. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I, I just I, why, but why would she's you like want learning to? about if I was a teenager, the last place I'd want to work is my parents' store. I right? mean, I don't know. I mean, what all? I don't think. Um, I worked at Pete's Coffee as a teenager. It was fun. Yeah, I worked at the silent movie theater. That's cool. It was, it was we both great. had cool high school jobs. Yeah, it was very fun. It was haunted. And I learned about silent movies. Um, I just got older kids to buy cigarettes for me. And drank a lot of espresso. Sounds cool. Classic. The classic. Uh, okay. Let's go to the newsletters. Okay. Let's do it. What was your best of the week? My best was the under $100. Like, I've just been doing shop some shopping lately, and I don't really know why, but... I can't afford things that are more than like a hundred dollars from Goop. So having like a little list of like fun things I could buy for under a hundred dollars. Um, and there was also a list of like jewelry for under $300. I enjoyed it a lot. I wish Goop would do more like affordable things lists because then you can just like get yourself a little, like I never buy the expensive stuff. And I bet most people when they buy stuff from Goop are buying like the less expensive yeah things but it's like i just wish that they did more like roundups of like cheaper products or whatever less expensive products i think they're gonna have to i mean if the economy is headed in the direction that we all think it's headed in i don't even think goop is depression proof I know you're gonna end up having to buy like ketchup soup from them (laughs) or whatever cans of noodles it'll be like like goop hooverville yeah you like five cent apples exactly but i did appreciate it and i did also appreciate the under 300 dollars jewelry list and i may have made a purchase that may be coming up later who knows yeah i looked at the under i was excited about it but then i looked at the hundred dollar list and there wasn't really anything on there that i was really excited about so I was, I mean, I thought in general it was just sort of, like, exciting, like, um, I can't find it now because I closed it to open the fucking three-way candle thing, (laughs) but, I mean, there was just, I mean, there were some things that I wouldn't want to spend $75 on, like, three socks or whatever, but, like, there were other things that were just kind of nice. There were, like, two tumblers for $90, um, you know, some body oils and stuff, little stocking stuff, so I get it. Yeah. Uh, but my best this week, I don't, I didn't even realize how much I was missing the travel writing from Goop until they posted this big article about traveling through Arizona, and I loved any every minute of it. Oh, really? I'm surprised. I kind of thought you were going to hate that one. I don't know. I, Arizona's someplace, you know, I've driven through a bunch of times. I've been to the Grand Canyon once. I never really consider it, like, a place that I necessarily want to go, but this makes it seem really beautiful and fun and like a different, I don't know, a a different choice for someone who lives in Southern California. So it's drivable, but it's not 
your typical places I mean, that you it's go. It's a pretty far drive. I guess it is pretty. I mean, it's farther than like Palm Springs, but it's not bad. You could drive it in a day. Uh, you and could? yeah, to. I well, mean, I've it, driven from when I've driven cross country. I think that I always do my last stop in Flagstaff. But even from Flagstaff, I mean, yeah, it's a day, but it's like the full day. The full day, yeah. I think it's probably at least like, like eight it's to like ten hours. Eight or twelve hours, yeah. So this, and but I, I liked about this article is it was a specific route. It wasn't just a bunch of cities and they give you a bunch of information. They're like, here's your plan. These are the things you're going to, like, these are the restaurants you're going to go to. These are the places you're going to stay in. These are the towns you're going to visit. So I like, I like travel guides that are, have very specific itineraries. Yeah, me too. And it actually this seemed like they did that. research, which is so rare for Goop. Like it, it seemed like the work of a real travel writer. Yeah. And because it, their travel is really hit and miss. Like sometimes it's just like an ad for some like weird like resort that paid them to write about totally. it, and sometimes it's like an actually good like project. So yeah, I agree. This was like really nice. The photography was beautiful, gorgeous. The, the locations, like everything, seemed really good. I would love to do a trip like this. I want to go on a vacation so fucking bad so mm-hmm. bad i mean i just went to, went on one but it wasn't enough i need more i need to get the fuck out of here so bad <laughs> yeah i want to go away god for like at least two weeks because yeah we were away for a week and even that did not feel like enough i know we were away for two days and it was like i it just was gone so fast and i was like i was like sad the morning we had to come back which is like not like me at all to be sad to be ending a vacation yeah. so. Uh, we are going to Palm Springs for two days in a couple of weeks. Yeah, so it'll so give us just a taste, but I'm going to try to get out of here thing. again. Totally. Yeah. Um, and then I'm definitely planning. I need to this winter go up to Tahoe again during the snow. Cause I didn't, I didn't go last year in the winter. Um, oh, yeah, and now, especially cause like all like the little work I have right now is from home. So I can sort of do it anywhere, which is yeah. nice. So I can just go. Yeah, you can. Start, I mean, I feel like everybody is like reconsidering their entire lives now because everybody's working from home. So it's yeah. like, I don't have to be here and I don't have to live in this like tiny little shit apartment. I could probably be living somewhere way nicer if I don't have to live like in Hollywood. And so, like, there's so many options like out around LA. Yeah, like the, I mean, this is going to change a lot of stuff, but like the how expensive living in urban centers is is that is going to be dissipated i know in san francisco like luxury rentals and um commercial rentals are already way down i think in la too good i hope they fucking crash and burn i oh, love I, I want every landlord to fucking cry about this i'm <laughs> sorry if you own property <laughs> just pisses me off okay anyway whatever let's move on quickly so that nobody gets mad at us oh yeah all of our all our landlord listeners you never know you never know um what was your worst Okay, so my worst was um, just something that I did not want to see in Gwyneth's summer staycation, mm-hmm. her afternoons in Amagansett. There was a picture of Gwyneth holding a can of this Miami cocktail company, Bellini Spritz. Yeah. And I feel like she's... I. 
I feel like I've seen this dress before. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't care. I, it's fine. It's fine that they're doing the ads. But to see Gwyneth holding a can of a cocktail was undignified. And it's rough. I need, I mean, put it in fucking the short hair woman. What's her name? Elise. <laughs> have Elise hold it. Or at least just have Gwyneth be standing near a bucket of them on ice. But to have her showing it like a fucking like car model was grotesque. I was, it's like, get it out of her hand. Yeah, she doesn't deserve that. And for a canned f- cocktail, I was horrified, honestly. Her face, she looks, she's like turning to the side and laughing, but she looks so embarrassed to be holding it. And I'm sure she took one sip and then just like threw it on the ground. Because this, did you see like the whole staycation article was sponsored by this Miami cocktail company? This the is Miami con- yeah. cocktail company is fucking all over the shit. They must be throwing so much money at these people. And it's like, you know what? I would love to buy some of this. I don't know what the hell it is. It's cocktail. It's White Claw. It's White Claw for rich people, right? It's just the same shit. It's just it's not, but it's like different flavor. It's not because White Claw is like, okay, here's something controversial. I don't care for White Claw. Oh God, no, me neither. Who does? Is that controversial? I feel like it's disgusting. I, don't know. I feel like everyone I know drinks White Claw. Oh, I had one once. It gives you a headache. It's horrible. It gives me a stomach ache. It's White Claw's whole thing is like it's like if Lacroix had was alcoholic. Absolutely not. And it's, but it also has like weird like aspartame in it. Yeah. But this is more like these are just like cocktail like canned cocktails. Like they have like Bellini, Margarita, Paloma. Like they oh, so actually, it's what they're wine based, not just whatever. Well, Margarita. White I mean, like oh. oh, they are. Well. I imagine if it's Bellini spritz, it's like sparkling wine. But margarita spritz. Oh, I don't know. Paloma spritz. And then there's mimosa sangria. Well, whatever the hell is in it, who knows? But I assume that it has like more flavor than a white claw is my, is my only point. I mean, and I love convenience, but like between this and then last week's like Keurig cocktails, it's so easy to make a cocktail. Like it's two to three ingredients. It's crazy that anyone would, I don't, I just don't get it. I guess if you're throwing a party, maybe? I don't know. It seems weird. No, it's like for like if you want to like be outside. Yeah, but now, I don't know. I took a bottle of wine to the park last week. Cops are not ticketing people for public drunkenness now. So I say I go mean, for it. I, I have always been a fan of like a single use cocktail or like a wine in a can. I yeah. enjoy both of those experiences. I do love the like Sophia uh, sparkling wine, even though it's sickly sweet. It is sickly sweet, but I did used to drink quite a bit of those in my twenties. It was that like was the original. Sophia was like the classy wine when I was like younger. Oh yeah, because it was. I mean, I was in New York, and the whole thing of like when Sophia came out was the cops didn't understand that it was wine in a can yet, so you could just drink yeah, it on you the drink subway, it on the subway, which was just so gorgeous and I know, classy. but I still feel like you can get away with it when i i don't know to me there's like nothing more fun than like packing a fucking drink to go and taking it somewhere you're not supposed to have it i just even though that is alcoholic behavior i just think it feels so sneaky oh i I mean the first time i tried sophia was i remember very vividly it was 2004 my roommate and i went to disney world i'd never been to disney world before and sophia i guess it had sort of just come out and so it was like the food and wine festival at um disney world and we just got blasted on 
I don't even know how many Sophias we drank and just wandering around Disney World was great. Fun. Um, cool. Okay. So anyway, that was my worst just because it's like, get it out of her hand. It's yeah, it's beneath her. I mean, everyone needs to make money, including Gwyneth. And she is not afraid of hawking a product. Uh, but this, this was my worst too, this whole article, like, cause it was so lazy. It was just Gwyneth in the Hamptons as she does do every summer, which is fine. But like she, there are pictures taken of these businesses in Amagansett and Southampton and Montauk or whatever. And then they don't even link to anything. So like you can't even figure out like what these businesses are. Oh no, never mind. Wait, there are some links. Uh, this, my whole thesis statement is ruined because they actually do have links, but there's no, well, there's no copy about them. They're just pictures. Is what, it's I guess just what like, I mean. there are two lanes. So like we were just talking about like the travel article where it's like, often the travel articles are like this. Like there's always one or two articles that are going to be like this in any goop where yeah. it's like, they say that it's about something, but it's really just like a list of brands that paid to like have their links in the newsletter. So they just will be like, Oh, like, when it's staycation but it's not about her doing anything it's like just links to shit and i wish that you would at least have seen gwyneth at all these places i'm sure she didn't even go to any of them um i guess nowadays you're not really supposed to go to too many businesses no not too many businesses at all you see brad on the beach in montauk i'm sorry brad brad is not attractive to me at all he I just, think she's got a type. He definitely seems like he's got the same vibe as Chris. As Chris Martin. He's, I don't know. He looks just, he's like very feminine looking. And like, he reminds me of, uh, you know, Jonathan Chebin, Kim Kardashian's friend. No. Oh, he is this, like this weird Russian Jew from New Jersey who's Kim Kardashian's best friend and like claims that he's straight, but he does not seem like that. Anyway, Brad reminds me of him. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's... He's handsome, but he seems like, I don't know, whatever. I don't care. He's fine. Um, as long as she's happy. Yeah, sure. Um, okay. It would be nice to have a summer house and be in the Hamptons all summer, but. Oh, God. I mean, just to have another place to go. I know. Uh, oh, did you listen to Gwyneth's it, like, In Goop Health interview with Cameron Diaz about her natural wine brand? Yeah. I have never cared about Cameron Diaz. Yeah, this, I like listened to most of it on 1.75 speed on YouTube, like right before we started recording. And she started this natural wine company, which she, she calls Clean Wine, which I don't really understand what the difference between that and natural wine is. But it's like, she was like, oh my God, did you know, like you don't have to get hangovers because there's so much like sugar and shit and wine. It's a, the typical true. stuff we've heard a million times. Which is always bullshit anyway. Uh, but they're talking about like Cameron Diaz quote unquote starting over from scratch they Gwyneth actually says that in her 40s because she like quit being a movie star and like started this wine company and it's like you're so crazy if you think that Cameron Diaz started from scratch like she is a multi-millionaire world famous beautiful woman who like any brand in the world would want to partner with her and it was just I don't know maybe I was just in one of my moods where I'm like off with their heads but what like listening to them interview each other and talk to each other did neither of them any favors as far as i'm concerned 
Of course. Yeah. I mean, like I do, I have always appreciated that Cameron Diaz, like the whole thing about her was that she like, she quit being a movie star and like retired and just like did whatever and like raised a family, which I do think is cool. Um, and now she's like back and like trying to get this thing off the ground. But I just, I, I'm not like, I don't want to buy wine from Cameron Diaz and no. I don't, have i don't care about her at all yeah i'm i feel the same way i think cameron Diaz is one of those female movie stars that it's like she it's like straight men love her because she's so beautiful but she doesn't really have she's not a gwyneth she's not a kate blanchett like she doesn't have that cool girl slash gay guy fan base that a lot of her peers do yeah i don't think that she would be able to like yeah, because her whole shtick in, like, the early 2000s or whatever, like, when she was really popular was that she was, like, a goofy, like, she was, like, hot, but she would, like, belch or something. Yeah, like, like, eat pizza. And I, I don't, I don't care about that at all. No. That is not my shtick. I don't want to know about it. I want mysterious. I want bitchy. Mean. I, cruel. Mean. Cold. Evil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I don't want relatable. I don't want goofy Cold. I, yeah yes uh and she see you dancing around in like little boy underpants although i will say i was inspired by that and i did buy because of her little boy underpants that i wore when i, I can see that i mean she is extraordinarily beautiful um yeah. and she even now i mean she looks just unbelievable which I guess is not that surprising. Yeah, I mean, like, they're all going to look good forever. They have great yeah. genes and they all get Botox. Like, someone be Cameron Diaz looking good isn't news. <laughs> I know. So this whole generation friend, of actresses are going to go into their old age. Like, is no one who is currently in from this generation, like, who's in their 40s now, when they're 70, is, is just no one going to look like an old lady? They will, but it'll just, like, be, like, graceful. They're not going to look bad. They're going to look great. And, like, then all of a sudden people are going to be, like, wanting to fuck 70-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess, like, now, I mean, you have a, a Jane Fonda, Catherine Deneuve, but they still, I don't know, I, they still seem like they're in their 70s or 80s. There are some, actually, as I said that, I do know women who are in their 70s who are, like, still very attractive. Oh, of course. I mean, like, hot. Yeah, but, I, yeah, and I mean, like, that just don't look their age. Like, like Jennifer Lopez yeah. is already 50. I imagine when she's 70, she will look exactly the same. And is that going to just be uncanny? Or are people, people are just going to accept, like, oh, this is what a rich 70-year-old looks like is just, like, a 25-year-old. It's the same thing. I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. We'll see. Uh, what was your craziest or your saddest? It was actually my saddest. And it was the piece entitled, and because it is a piece, and it was entitled Summarize Your Space, I believe. Mm, yeah. It was just a list of things you could get, towels, white linen, whatever, summer shit. And it just made me really sad because I was like, I'm still mentally like getting ready for summer to start because of <laughs> quarantine. 
And like, it's almost over. And I just haven't done a lot of the summer things that I like to do. Like I haven't been out. I mean, obviously I haven't really been like out with friends. Of course I haven't been anywhere. I haven't been to a farmer's market. I haven't like cooked for a bunch of people. I haven't like, I haven't had a peach. I haven't had a good tomato. Like all the things that I love about summer have just like totally passed me by. Like Brian and I would certainly have done like more fun things outside in a normal summer. And like, it just makes me really sad that like it's fucking over almost already. And I love summer's my favorite season. I hate the winter. I'm, I always spend all winter just like waiting for it to be over so that it can be like spring and summer again. And it just bums me out that we like totally didn't even get to like, enjoy the best time of the year this year it's it sucks i think every everyone has their own favorite season and because this quarantine is going to last so long i think everyone is going to miss out on like the the people that are really into halloween are going to be devastated Um, oh yeah the christmas people are going to be suicidal but the christmas people i mean it's like halloween okay because it's like i used to love halloween but then like i got older and it's like not but when I was, like, younger, like, that was, like, always, like, the most fun night of the year, like, for parties and stuff. Yeah. And then you kind of get over it. But um, for Christmas, like, the whole point is, like, just staying home anyway. I guess. But a lot of people love, you know, going to malls and, like, seeing all the Christmas decorations and going to Christmas oh, yeah. parties and having, like, big gatherings with their families. Like, there's a lot of stuff that's going to be tough. Yeah, there aren't going to be any Christmas parties. Ugh, no, I don't. I prefer, I don't like Christmas parties that much because I always just eat too much and feel gross. Uh-huh. Um, but so I'm fine with everything. <laughs> just keep just me at home. The, the one summer, because I've, I've I still have not been to a farmer's market, which I, it is like really, it sucks because I do sometimes like walk or drive past the Atwater farmer's market on Sunday and I'm always too chicken to actually go in. Um, uh-huh. But I, I feel like I'm missing out. But my CSA, I am, I have to say, I got some beautiful tomatoes today and I've been getting peaches from Whole Foods, which aside from the ones that went moldy this week have been pretty good. Yeah, it's just not the same. It's like, I want to go somewhere and like fucking get a peach from like, I don't know. I want to just do like summer shit. Yeah. I really want to go swimming more. That's the one thing this summer, which like I did get to go into a pool once um, when I was up in Tahoe, but oh, that's the thing that I really miss. I know, I know, it sucks. And like, I haven't been to the beach, of course, and I will not go to the beach because they're too crowded. I think. Oh, I went to the beach a couple weeks ago on like a Thursday morning. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it was. I I would recommend it if you want to like get up early and drive to Malibu. Um, it's 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 not like empty, but it was everyone was far enough away that I felt totally comfortable being on the beach. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll peer pressure Brian to like take a day off work and he'll come with me. It felt really good. Yeah. I mean, he would never do that, but maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Or go by yourself. Yeah. I'll go by myself. I'll bring. Um, See, that's the beach day. Totally. Uh, What was my craziest Oh, it was, oh God, I don't even want to spend too much time talking about it because it was so confusing. The using biofeedback to calm the mind and body. Did you I read was, this? 
enraged by it and I didn't even want to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So it's this lady, she is a psychiatrist and BCB. I don't even know what that means, but she is, and this is supported by science supposedly, but she's giving one more thing for anxious people to worry about, which is that's their whole business model. It's crazy. So apparently if your heart beats the same rate every time you're going to (laughs) die, you want your heart to, to be variable. So every beat should be a different length of time. And supposedly the more variable your heart rate is, the healthier you are. So she wants you to buy this piece of equipment, test yourself, figure out how much your heart rate is variable. And then if your heart, if your heart rate is too regular and you're sick, she wants you to practice two times a day for 20 minutes. So that's a grand total of 40 minutes a day breathing in order to get your heart rate more variable. And she claims that this will cure anxiety. This is like the most anxiety inducing shit in the world. When I was, I had really, really bad anxiety when I was like in my, like in high school was when I had the worst anxiety of my life in college. My, my fear was always about my heart. I was like obsessed with my heart. Mm. And I always thought like, I'm going to have a heart attack. I'm going to have a heart. Like, I don't know why, but like, this was just like some crazy shit that like I was insane about for some reason when I was like 17. And if I spent 20 minutes like sitting down and thinking about my heart rate, I would have probably killed myself. Like I would have been crying. Like it would have freaked me out so much. This is the worst idea I've ever heard in my life. And I think if you have anxiety, you should just like fucking take medication for it and just move on with your life. Yeah. I mean, like there's a lot of, a lot of easy, and I I do think breathing and meditation and, and movement exercise, all these things are really, really helpful for anxiety. Like they, Uh for me, and I, I never had like acute, horrible anxiety, but I've like had a handful of panic attacks in my life and, uh, And I feel like I operate sort of at like a low level of anxiety and being able to sort of be more conscious about how you're breathing. And for me, especially exercise has helped so much. Um, Maybe medicate for me, I was like a complete like benzo addict for a long time. So I don't recommend taking those regularly because you can, I mean, they're. Well, the way you get medication, you like go to a doctor who prescribes, I'm not saying like self-medicate. Yeah, no, no, true. Um, But I think if you, to struggle with anxiety, those benzos really are a good quick fix that make you feel so amazing that you're like, it's like a little dangerous, but whatever works for people. Um, but th- this shit is just, it's, it's so complicated and it, it's, um, it would just raise your anxiety. There, there's no reason for it. Yeah. I mean, like, this is like so stupid and it's like, I mean, I just don't think, I don't understand why we need like a new type of like meditation or whatever. There are always like so many bullshit artists that just want to like prey on people's fears and insecurities. That's all this is. Yeah, it's doctors having to create personal brands and needing to like individualize themselves and stand out from the pack of, you know, of consent, medical consensus. And so it, it breeds like this, everyone has to have a gimmick and they're all dangerous. I know it's very disgusting that like doctors would behave this way and that we would expect them to, but like that we want like our own like personal, like medical intervention that's like crafted solely for ourselves or like, I believe in this person's medicine. Well, I believe in that person's medicine when like Mm -hmm. it should all be like you said, like consensus and not 
everybody doing yeah. their own stupid thing. And of course, this lady, Leah Lagos, she has a book out called Heart, Breath, Mind. No, thanks. And she's also devised an app that will tell you how regular your heartbeat is and I'm sure make her a lot of money. Right. But this this seems so complicated and so like not fun. I can't imagine that it would um, it would catch on, especially because it doesn't have anything to do with losing weight. Who knows? I mean, yeah, I think she's going to have to like do something a little bit crazy, especially because there's already like transcendental meditation that's like got a lot of these people working sure. over their money. So they don't really need this. Which I really would love to go to TM classes, but even with their like discount now, it's still so expensive. I'll give you a, I'll give you a mantra. Oh yeah. For how much is TM mantra? It's like $1,500 or something. It's crazy. I'll do it for half. Oh, thanks. I'll think about it. (laughs) If anybody wants a discount, I will give you a mantra. Call me. I'll do it for $700 or you could go to TM and get it for $1,500. What a deal. And I've heard mm-hmm. that TM only, there, there are only like three or four mantras that they just give out to everyone. It's not like even you get an individualized mantra. Well, that's what, probably why you're not allowed to tell anybody what it is. Probably everyone does the same one. Same one. Yeah. Uh, what would you try? Okay. I would try the vegan peach buckle. Something about this little recipe, this little like, vegan snacks vegan comfort foods was just like it felt very like old school goop it was very comfortable comforting to me i know they're like comfort recipes but there was just something like chill and silly and like old-fashioned about it and it made me think that i wanted to try like a vegan chat like go vegan for 30 days or something oh yeah although i did just buy like a really expensive um like a tub of collagen um <laughs> You're like i bought an entire food. side of beef that's in my I freezer bought a of beef. well i have to like once i'm done with my my collagen protein powder i'll do a vegan challenge Ooh, that sounds good i i've been yeah during quarantine i've been eating so much more meat like um i made burgers last week uh these recipes the pe- it's funny that you mentioned the peach buckle specifically because my thing i would try was the other two of those recipes oh really yeah like i mean the buckle does look good i made a blueberry buckle from i want to say new york times a few weeks ago and it was mm-hmm. good it's sort of like the uh the consistency is halfway between like coffee cake and bread pudding yeah it's yeah uh um, it's good so this did look yeah. good but the vegan queso looked so good and it didn't even have as many crazy ingredients as i expected it looked sort of doable yeah the vegan queso they these all looked pretty easy to me i thought yeah. the cauliflower looked pretty easy too those look great too and i really miss the uh the buffalo cauliflower from tom tom so do you know you pretty I... specifically like <laughs> specifically like the the tom tom buffalo it's, or cauliflower buffalo wings or whatever it's an iconic la recipe in the i think it's on the level of like philippe's french dip and like the cop salad not just, tom tom didn't invent that though but they perfected it those have been on the menu at mohawk bend for like 15 years <laughs> it's not i mean it's it's like eating a monte cristo at disneyland nothing it, nothing quite comes the atmosphere to contributes to it but yeah okay, that's fair. um but i want to well because after seeing this recipe then i'm like oh i need to find online they must have like a tom tom recipe to make the real version so i wanted to try that i think you're the only person who like associates that with like tom tom i 
I don't know, it was a revelatory, life-changing experience. I think, yeah. Okay. Well, I would love to make, um, I don't know. I just want to make like a fun, uh, fake, healthy, summery dessert and just like enjoy it and just be happy for once this fucking shitty summer. And this peach buckle looks to me like something that would do that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, fake, fake, healthy, uh, vegan. I mean, you could do all those weird, crazy, like diet Instagram ladies always make cake cakes in like a coffee mug. You could yeah. I could make it in a coffee mug and you could probably, I'm sure you could very easily substitute blueberries for the peaches in this, or you could add blueberries to it if you wanted to do blueberries. Yeah. Uh, I just I mean, used, I did berry because I have frozen berries. So it's like very easy for me to make berry desserts. I have a ton of frozen. Actually, I might have some frozen peaches, but that would sort of defeat the purpose of the summer. Mm, I made the uh, New York Times peach pound cake with frozen peaches. It was still good. Oh, it'd be. I mean, frozen peaches are frozen fruit in general is like pretty good. It's yeah. better than it's more fresh than like what you get, fresh not frozen because they freeze it as soon as they pick it. Absolutely. Same with vegetables. Um, so we recommend all three of these: vegan, vegan queso cauliflower nuggets and peach buckle that's right what a good i feel like the food articles for goop have been pretty shitty lately this was a nice return to form i thought it was nice yeah i enjoyed it <laughs> uh what would you buy i did buy something oh yeah what did you buy i bought that fucking necklace that i wanted last week oh and i never do stuff like that like i'll spend a million dollars on like face up, whatever. It's like, I, you know, you have like in your head things where it's like, I can buy this. I can buy that. So it's oh, like, totally. Oh, I can buy face oil. I can buy like whatever, like any type of like body lotion or like beauty stuff. But like, I can't buy myself a necklace just because I want one. Like that would be crazy. Like who buys themselves a necklace? And then I was like, I got on Goop and I realized I was still thinking about the necklace. I was like, I really did like that necklace. And then I was like, I would spend this money on like other stuff. So why not this? So I just fucking bought it. Uh, and you haven't received it yet? I just bought it today. What reminded, it's gold. It doesn't have your name on it, right? No, it's the Laura Lombardi Franca chain. It's like a gold chain um, that like it's adjustable so you can make it either to be in like a y shape or to go around like a sort of regular circle okay. it's like just a simple but like kind of substantial gold chain it's not like anything and it's like the kind of thing you could like wear every day it's like but it's sort of sophisticated and it's like you could sort of wear it anywhere i just like it good for you Thank um you. i'm gonna send it to you send me a picture of it and you'll probably get it if uh, history is going to repeat itself. You'll get it within a week. Well, I will see because actually I think this one specifically said that it was going to take like two weeks to ship or something. Mm. But um, I did get free shipping on this one and that's that. The only purchases I made, I'm well, I told you I made that big Bath and Body Works purchase. And oh, I got a bunch of t-shirts from Everlane that should be coming soon because uh, I just need new t-shirts. You love that Everlane. Well, I've only, I bought those masks, which I like the masks, except I didn't realize that they all said 100% human on them, which is so embarrassing. <laughs> it's pretty small font. I don't think everyone notices it. 
No, no, no. And you can't recognize me in it, so it doesn't even matter. But it is like really stupid. Uh, but yeah, there was a sale. I mean, it wasn't a great sale. I think it was like everything was 10% off. So I got, I just wanted to see what all the fuss was about. Why Everlane t-shirts are so much better than Uniqlo or whatever. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, what I would buy. Oh God. The th- Ask Jean this week. Um, it, it was a great open-ended question. It was just, Hey Jean, what's new in clean beauty? Um, I did enjoy that as well. Yeah. Oh my God. It, I mean, especially after reading the Kat Marnell book, I have like a whole new appreciation for Jean and I just loved her talking about this, this brand called L.A. Bruquet or Brucket or something. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's, um, this Swedish couple that makes all these oils and shit with broccoli seed oil. Yeah. I saw that. Which she claims like replicates what retinol does for you, but like in a more natural way. Interesting. And they're not overly expensive like the the serum is 66 dollars. then there's a fennel seed facial wash which is 41 and then there's a grapefruit leaf body butter which is 50 and like the packaging just looks cool the scents are sort of original like they're they're scents that you would you can think of what they would smell like but they're not overly exposed like it's not jasmine it's not rose it's you know it's like a little different yeah um, and it's it just seems very Scandinavian and 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 cool like like temperature wise cool. Yeah, that does seem very Scandinavian and cool. Well, that's awesome. You should so get I, it. I mean, but I think do you, I don't know. But like the thing, I don't know either because it's like if it's not broke, don't fix it. Like I don't want to get another version of natural retinol that may or may not work. Like retinol has to work for me. Like it is very important. <laughs> like I don't want to fuck around with that shit. Like I'll fuck around with any of the other stuff, but not that. Yeah. And like, I mean, you would be buying any of this stuff just because it smells pretty, not because it actually quote unquote works. And uh, I need it to work. Yeah. I mean, Although I always like it. I don't a, know if any of it really works. So, Like, I think you can have that meat and potatoes retinol and then also do you know, a serum or an oil that just smells good and just put it on for fun. Um, you can do it. Well, yeah, like I've got like my buckthorn. Yeah. That I don't know what the hell it does. I just like using it. It makes me feel totally. like, as I said, it makes me feel like Jennifer Aniston. So. Hey, there's no better feeling. There isn't. Um, oh, and then quickly, the other thing, I really need to buy a, like a sparkling water maker again because I used to have a soda stream and I used it so much. And now I... I mean, it's just so bad for the environment how much like LaCroix and shit I go through every week. Oh, I know. Um, so I'm like, okay, SodaStream is sort of, they maybe the new generation works better. Like the original ones, it was just so loud and the, the bubbles were never as good, but I feel like they might've improved the technology. And um, Goop is selling this fancy one called Arc with two A's, A-A-R-K-A. E and it's two hundred nineteen dollars. Uh, also, if you saw the new Seth Rogen movie, I American did see Pickle it. Seltzer is like a big part of that movie, and it made me want to soda stream. <laughs> yeah, I I have like never understood the appeal of the soda stream. Like, it just never seemed like something that I would like. I don't know. I guess I just don't like. I like Lacroix, and I drink it. I drink LaCroix. Like, I always have a couple of LaCroix in my fridge or whatever. 
but like it's not I don't need it like I don't need to drink it all the time I yeah I do need to drink it all the time like <laughs> I, I I've been trying to ration myself to just one a day so I don't spend a ton of money really? but um I would I mean if it was up to me if it was free and it wasn't there was no environmental impact I would just constantly drink them I would probably drink 12 a day which is really? crazy but I would because I drink that much water I um so I, and I would just always drink sparkling water if I had the choice I think I just don't really like drinking sparkling water that much hmm. honestly I mean I like it and if I do I I prefer like Perrier or like I I like it with like softer bubbles like I do oh, yeah. like a Perrier I like a Perrier too. I'm LaCroix. I don't really care about the brand. It's really anything. I will usually just get the, whatever the cheap store brand is. It's just those bubbles. But like, I, it's like, they have different types of bubbles. Like I, and I usually like to like pour it in a glass. So it'll like get mm. a little bit flat. I'm disgusting. No, but... I mean, the, there's the Perrier, the Pellegrino. And then on the other end of the spectrum is like Topo Chico, which is like really intense. Um, yeah I always will pour it into a glass Nami baby right from the can yeah uh it is funny seltzer has become so popular again I mean I guess that was the point of that Seth Rogen movie it's like oh this like old Jewish grandpa thought seltzer was the coolest thing and now I don't know everything's never able it was like the ultimate luxury to him yeah Uh, that, that movie was cute I liked it I thought it was cute. I read that. I read the story when it was like first mm. came out in the New Yorker, like several, like ten years ago or longer now. I think it was written by. It was like it came out in installments. Like it was like in three, like three different magazines. Like it okay. was like a serial, and um, it was written by that guy, Simon Rich. Simon Rich. Nepotism. Yeah, and. Uh, and uh, he's the guy who was like one of those like Harvard Lampoon people right. and he's like the youngest writer ever to be on SNL. And then he wrote this like kind of grotesque show about dating where like he saw like his anxieties like would manifest into these like absurd images. That yeah, not for me. I watched the pilot and that was enough. I just remember like the thing was like he was like going on a date with someone and she was like a literal troll and he was like, why would you set me up with this gremlin? And they were like, that's who you're, he's like, that's my league. And they were like, yeah. And I was just like, fuck you like it's gross i don't care about your stupid opinions and then um his wife is also a little bit insane um she wrote a ya book and um when her like some and like the ya criticism on goodreads is like famously like vicious oh yeah and something in one of her books was like somebody like really hated one of her books and like kept talking shit about it. And then there was like a little movement against her. And so this woman whose name I can't remember found out who the person was like found out through, like went beyond their username, like found her actual name and address and like drove to her house (gasps) and didn't do anything. She just like got there and like parked outside and then went home. But she wrote about it in an essay for like, whatever I don't know that was for somebody and when the Goodreads people found out like read the article and found out what she did they went in fucking sane and they completely canceled her and she'll like never get another book published in the genre they it's like she can't even be on Goodreads because they will just like 
they're like the beehive or something like times a million. Like they are so vicious. And she's just like can sold. I think wow. she just wrote a collection of essays and she put that essay in her book, but like, I don't think it even did well. Like I, people are like, hate her. I mean, that is like a little crazy to care so much about a bad review of your book that, but I, she didn't do anything. She, she never actually thought she was going to do anything. It was like for her, like she didn't, it, there, there was no harm, you know, no, it like, very clearly, very clearly was for her. Like she did something weird and crazy. She yeah. didn't cross the line into like actual crazy. She just exactly. did something crazy. And then she was like honest about it. But like, this was like an obviously an immature readership that like wasn't able to process what she was talking about and revolted. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the YA, I don't really, I don't read YA and I don't really know that much about it, but I, I've just heard things online. Like people are really, really obviously sensitive about a lot of, you know, representational stuff and you have to be careful. It's very prickly. Yeah. The YA genre, it seems like the readership is very prickly. It seems like a good, a good move if someone moved into like the conservative anti-woke YA space. That'd be a big... I mean... I'm sure, I mean, like, that's just, like, Christopher Pike, though. <laughs> that's true. That's no, like Christopher Pike is very progressive. No, he's not. He was just all about, like, big-titted rich girls, like, get like losing their virginity and getting murdered. Yeah, but he wrote from the perspective of them, not, like, he, you know, he like, most write of from their perspective. his, his, like, his, the women were the point-of-view characters. I, I think he was very progressive, I, myself. Yeah, but I understand I, what you're saying. He's he's definitely of his generation. Yeah, he's of a time. That shit wouldn't fly now. No, no, no. Uh, are we done? Oh yeah, we've been done. <laughs> <We're> done. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the pod. Go on Patreon. Join our Patreon. Um, hey, if we like we said, if we get a uh, hundred patrons, we'll read the Goop book club book. That's is that what we said. I think so, or something like that. Okay, so join our Patreon if you want us to read the book club book. If not, still join our Patreon. Um, Congress is not coming any closer to a deal. Uh, It looks like the executive order money isn't going to come for a long time, so we need the money. And I'll give you a mantra. If you join the Patreon, I'll give you a mantra for free, for just for the price of the Patreon. But if you don't join the Patreon, it's seven hundred and fifty dollars. (laughs) So. Think about it like that. And if you join the Patreon, um, I will give you a twin size bed if you pick it up from my house. Yeah, there's only one twin size bed. So first one. So you better first come first serve. So you better join that Patreon, people. (laughs) Uh, Also, go to Apple Podcasts, write a review, give us five stars, um, or if you listen to it on Spotify or wherever else, go to Teespring and get the very T-shirt. Like Gwyneth Paltrow, Elise Lunan, and Jean Godfrey June, and Megan O'Neill all wore publicly on Instagram, and we fucking made it. Yep. So you won it. It'd be like all right, it's guys. The thing Gwyneth Paltrow's ever worn. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Imagine. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.